Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 488 the Drunk Digital Podcast. And as always, I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, yo, man. I am doing pretty freaking good right now. I mean, after the long work week, after being back from vacation, I'll tell you what, I played a little bit of Mario Golf. I didn't play much of anything else this week. But at the same point, man, it's like, I am excited for the Nintendo announcements in terms of release dates this past week. And mm. I'm definitely looking forward to <laughs> playing them at some point in time. But other than that, man, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing all right. Every single one of my beers is foaming over Gables, and I'm not happy about it. I don't know <laughs> why they're all doing it. I opened up the one before the show and started doing it. I opened up the one during the show and started doing it. I opened up the other one uh, to see if it did too. I don't know why it's doing it. I'm not happy about it, though. Not about it. So I'm going to put those right here. Now my hand's all sticky and my, my floor's a little wet. I don't like that at all. Uh, but I'm doing okay. Um, I was telling you before the show, a little hungover today. Uh, so I'm drinking. Um, <laughs> it's helped a little bit, actually. Uh, Justin got a uh, former host of this podcast for years. Um, my best friend since I was like seven years old. Um, he got married, uh, yesterday. So that was pretty awesome. Um, a lot of fun, very stressful, um, uh, nowhere near stressful, obviously for them, but, uh, everything came together, worked out great. It was a beautiful day. Uh, you know, as bride, Ashley stunning, uh, Justin, he looked like Justin, unfortunately. Um, no, he was good though. Uh, but no, it was a good time. Uh, then there was an open bar. Um, and I, uh, one of uh, one of uh, good friends of mine, um, Will, his wife Megan, um, she was a champ. She came in, uh, she was the ringer. She came in hmm. with the Mio and the Crystal Light, the little things you squirt into your your water to make them like flavorful. And she's like, Tyler, we're drinking vodka waters all night because uh, we're gonna stay hydrated. Uh, it's gonna help <laughs> the hangovers, and also um, it's really good. I'm like, okay. And I didn't know what Mio. I knew I know of Mio. I didn't know what it was. Uh, I was telling Gills for the show. I drank like 15 of these fuckers, and not including all the air shit. I probably had close to 20 drinks uh, during this open bar. So I hopefully, uh, Justin, if you get charged per drink, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I can I'll, I'll give you some money because uh, I, I I just thought about that. I'm like I don't know if it was a set cost, uh, but yeah. Anyways, so um, I drank like a bunch of those. We all like we drink like the the bar was closed. Like the free part, you can still pay. Uh, after from like we were like we had the, the room till like eleven thirty, but it was free until ten. So like at like nine fifty, Megan looks at me she's like Tyler. I need you to go up there and get six more vodka waters. I'm like why? She's like, we got ten more minutes. I'm like, I'll be right back. <laughs> so we fucking just loaded up on fucking vodka. Anyways, uh, I didn't realize Mio had uh, was it, it was it had energy in it. It's like basically like an energy energy drink, because uh, it was like eleven o'clock, and we're all getting ready to leave. And I looked at Megan. I'm like Megan. Uh, I'm very drunk, but I'm like, I'm drunk. I'm at that like hyper awareness of the fact I'm drunk. Uh, and also I feel like I can run a marathon right now. She's like, well, <laughs> we've been drinking Mio all night. I'm like, I what's okay. She's like, and she can show me the little tiny bottle and it's just full of B6 and B12, all the good vitamins that you want. Um, so I probably had enough, uh, caffeine to sustain a elephant for a month yesterday on top of the the pot of coffee I had in the morning and the Starbucks I had in the afternoon. Uh, so it was, yeah, I was very drunk and very worried. It did not, not sleep great last night. 
Uh, then I, I slept like a baby. This I took a very long nap today. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm doing great though. I'm sorry for the the ramble. Uh, but doing good. I'm feeling better today. It took me to like 4:30 today before I finally. I text uh, Justin, text the, the group, uh, all of us, all the groomsmen and uh, ushers and stuff. Um, you know, like saying thank you and hope you guys had a good time. I'm like, so I'm like, I had a great thank you for inviting me. I had a great time. It was my honor. Uh, I'm gonna go back to bed now because I feel like a gang of little people just beat the shit out of me. So <laughs> that was, I was like, uh, that's the only thing I could think of how to describe how I felt. It was just a gang of like fifth, like the lollipop guild just showed up and just beat the fucking shit out of me last night. Um, <laughs> and that's the only way to describe it. But no, I feel better now. Um, vodka water though, man, that's, I think it's gonna be my thing now. Gables. Uh, cause he, no, yeah, like vodka water. just cause it's a, just a shot of vodka. Then you fill up the glass, for like six ounces of water. And then like a little squirty squirt of Mio and I'll, I'll just do crystal light or something. But my God, it was uh fantastic. Um, but do not drink the crystal light squirty squirt thing directly into your mouth. Cause <laughs> I did that a lot. It was <laughs> the most sour thing. I was like eating like a bag of warheads at once. Um, but yeah, no, it was a great time. I had a good time. Uh, I think everybody did because great memories, better people. So, um, enjoy it because uh we're only doing that once uh so well at least with with justin so um and i think most of my friends are getting pretty much married at this point um so yeah that was good times um uh, but anyways gables uh yes this is the drunk district podcast where every week we get together and we talk about video games uh and then you drink a couple beers um if you guys are liking this and you're still around thank you um but also please like follow subscribe download uh, wherever pods are cast, videos, Facebook, Twitter, all those places, please look for us there. Look up Drunk Dash Nerds, Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast, Drunk Nerds, whatever. Actually, if you just go in, if I do it correctly, if you look in the show notes, um, there should be a link tree in there. And you click on that and it'll have a link to everything that we are on. Please go there and just like, follow, subscribe to us, all those places. Uh, I got ex- accepted um, so that we can start putting the video version of the podcast on Spotify as well. Um, so I'm going to try that out. So if everything works out on the Spotify app, uh, you should be able to watch a video version of that as well. Not so usually typically the video version only goes on YouTube. Uh, and then the audio obviously goes everywhere else. So we're going to try that out. Hopefully that works out for us. But anyways, uh, we're here talking about video games, Gable. So let's do that. So kind of start off with some, um, it's gonna be kind of a Nintendo heavy here to begin with. Um, but we had some news of possibly Game Boy Advance games coming to the switch. Uh, yeah. So some people here, Gables, you might understand this better than I do because I don't really understand. I've been trying to figure it out a little bit, like the emulator world. Uh, but a couple people have been like talking about, they like seen some, like, like apparently like they're testing out this like GBA games on the switch. Uh, right. So I don't, I don't, I guess like, it's like, so it sounds like the emulator is like, they found it on the switch. Or at least like yes. someone is that so that's okay. I want to make sure I understand that. So, and then people are freaking out about like the transfer pack thing from the sixty four. Were you able to like play Game Boy games on there? And there's been talks about like well the like the Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy, and the Game Boy Color because the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color are two different consoles. No disagreement here. Good. I was worried. Um, <laughs> I just want to point that out because I hate when Nintendo combines those together because they're two fucking different things. Anyways. Um, that uh, basically all three of those consoles run on like the same emulators typically. So if you're going to do one, why not do all of them? 
Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, Gables, you're 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 definitely the more Nintendo guy than, than me. I'm kind of curious, like, what's your thought and mindset, excited level for this? What what are you expecting out of this potentially? All right. So to put things in perspective, we learned the better part of this week in regards to the supposed like all these these emulators and stuff like that that were on the Switch in terms of like uh, from data miners going through with initial Switch firmware stuff like that. I think. It was, yeah, I think we're over the past week or something where they found out, hey, there's actually Game Boy and Game Boy Advance emulators from Nintendo that are on the Switch in and of itself, this infrastructure. And so there were images going around places like Twitter and like online, stuff like that, of people actually testing out ROMs and stuff on the on the Switch <laughs> itself. And sure enough, the emulators were running these games pretty well, mind you. Oh, good. So I am fairly excited at the thought of playing Game Boy and most of Importantly of all, Game Boy Advance games on the Switch online service at some point. I could potentially see maybe having like Game Boy as like on uh as part of like say the basic membership yeah. and stuff. Like the original like, Game Boy. Not so much rumor it, but like talk about like yeah, Game Boy Game Boy Color go on the base model, the twenty dollar a year one, and then yeah. advance being the fifty dollar. I've heard a lot of people talk about that as well. So Well yeah, that that makes the hell of a lot of sense considering that hey, you want more people to go not only have a lot of good stuff on the base service, but also have like another incentive of getting the expansion stuff, adding in the whole Game Boy Advance stuff. And what's kind of crazy about that, after this initial type of like leaking of these emulators running on the Switch and these various games being like gone through, supposedly there was a master list thing for the Nintendo Switch Online that leaked as well in regards to the supposed... This is like something from like 2019 right like an image that went went around stuff supposed games this is like like a master list thing for like nes games and among those were like the kind of the usual suspects in terms of third party stuff so you'd had like the Mega Man games you had like castlevania here and there and stuff and it's it there were mostly games that you could already get in terms of their in terms of online services say like a psn or an xbox live arcade or fucking the Nintendo's eShop and stuff to where there has been collection stuff that you can buy for dirt cheap, but it was just the confirmation of them having so much more in regards to what they can put on that service and more than likely what they will put on that service. Yeah. So but, kind of, uh, it looks like I, I, yeah. I found the list that you're talking about here. Like these are the games that have been tested out. Apparently they got like, um, I'm not gonna go through all of them. Like Castlevania, uh, yep. arrow, sorrow, circle of the moon, um, Fire Emblem, Sacred Stones, F Zero, Maximum Velocity, Golden yep. Sun, One and Two, um, Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories, um, Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, Mario Golf Advance Tour, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario Party Advance, Mario Tennis, uh, Mega Man Battle Network Five and Two, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero. So what it Mission. sounds like is. So what it basically sounds like from what you're reading off here is pretty much like the top 50 or possibly even the top yeah. 60 like Game Boy Advance games on that system in general. Yeah, what's that weird though... That potentially do. So the Pokemon games that have been tried on this one, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Yeah. And Pokemon Pinball, Ruby, and Sapphire. Hmm. Those are the only okay. two. And then Zelda Minish Cap, which is actually a fantastic game. Um, Interesting, no fire red or leaf green on it. Yeah, I don't have that. It's Nintendo, they're fucking super weird about that shit. Um, yeah, that's true. We've already had remakes of uh, the Kanto stuff already out on the Switch itself. Yeah. But huh. uh, it's fairly exciting, Tyler. I mean, mm -hmm. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I I feel like by the end of this year, we'll definitely have Game Boy on the 
whole Nintendo Switch Online stuff, and then Game Boy Advance follows suit. I mean, hell, I'd be excited because I hadn't done a traditional playthrough of a lot of those games, and I kid you not, like around 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it'd be definitely exciting. More adding more things. Like, unless unless, I don't think they're gonna raise do a price a different model or a different more expensive thing. It'd be ridiculous. Um, yeah, I guess it's Nintendo. Actually, I could see them do that, but I don't think it's likely. Um, you know, I was I Unless, didn't like. Go ahead. Like I was saying, they couldn't get away with another type of tier of service unless they offer downloadable, not downloadable, but like streamable GameCube games or some of that sort. Uh, yeah. On top of that, whatever else type of yeah, shit. They, I mean, if, if they, I don't think they. I, I like I said, there's like five percent chance I think of this happening, but like maybe they do like a right. thirty dollars tier where they put the Game Boy game ones in there. But if you already have yeah. the expansion pass, whatever it's called. It's already in there, but like there's a twenty and thirty to fifty or whatever. But anyways, um I think this is pretty cool. I mean, obviously adding more to these services that you have um is good. You know, we, we keep talking about we just had a talk about a month ago about what kind of what sixty four games are left and it's like there's not like a lot. Not there's maybe like I mean there's like six or seven like more pretty good ones you can put on there, but like the best ones are already on there. You're running out of games. Like we're, we, they just put, most of it's like rareware stuff you could possibly add on. Yeah, to that like, stuff. like we're talking about like Goldeneye, Pokemon, Snap, Stadium, yeah. and yeah. shit like that. Maybe some like Cruise in USA, stuff like that. But like the top tier shit is mostly gone, or is mostly already on there. Um, so and then like they just added like three more games for the Sega Genesis on there as well. Um, yes. and I, went, I mean they're not. I mean Sonic Spinball's on there, but it was like we're, we're like the big games are on there for. Uh, for the Sega Genesis, pretty much, like the top, I the ones, say, that, the ones that people that mo- the majority of people want to play are on there. Like, there's definitely like some gems that hardcores can, will can find, but like I think for like the mass audience, like those ones are probably out. Um, so like, yeah, you definitely gotta do something to keep spicing up. And they've doing a good job, like yeah, uh, with the like they've added like they've been adding DLC. Like they just announced, they just put the uh, Octo expansion. Um, Splatoon 2 is on there now for um, after they when they put the release day out, which we'll talk about later for Splatoon 3. Uh, they, they added that to it, so like they're adding some of the DLC they've put out cur- like previously onto it. I can see that being a continuing trend to kind of add to this thing because they already have the Mario Kart uh, DLC. It's an excellent they, idea, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're like, I, I when they first announced this thing with the uh, with the 64, like 50 dollars a year for like this sucks. Um, but they're doing a good. Uh, I'll, I'll give them. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very harsh on Nintendo. I because I always feel like, um, they just do just make the easy things look way more difficult than they need to be, and they they still do. Um, They'll do, yeah. But like, I'm gonna give a props to this one where, uh, I they're doing a good job of adding value to this thing, um, as we're going. And um, I was actually talking to Justin about it yesterday. We're just kind of bullshitting, uh, you know, before we, while we're getting ready. And um, I we kind of mentioned he's like he asked me like when did the expansion pack start? And I'm like oh, that's, I think it was like October November. I'm like I'm like then I'm like oh that'd be a good time for them to that'd be a perfect time for them to do that like because you can only do a year of expansion pass. Uh, yep. There's no monthly, so right when that year is up, then they add this stuff to it, and that's kind of what they did li- uh, a few years ago when they they added the NES games. Uh, when they first did the NSO, they, it was only NES games, and then yep. and it's launched in September, 
And then the following September, they added Super Nintendo games. So everybody that paid for a year, they just re-upped again because they just added a bunch of stuff. So like I could see this becoming continue trying like continue to add value throughout the year, but then do like a big thing when that right when people are um, about to uh, that that one year membership is up and they're like trying to think, well, is it worth you know uh, upgrading to? Um, be a good way to like you know get those people to uh, re-up for another year, especially if they're going to continue making this only uh, an annual option. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for it. It's like, I've been like Jones in, like I was, I've been trying to like find like a, like a 2DS, like a, a reasonable price. Um, cause like I want to play my Pokemon trading card game from Game Boy. That's like one of my all time favorite games. Uh, I beat it on 3DS a while back. I'm like, man, I just want to kind of go back and play it again. Um, but, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, I, I could probably just do a ROM. It's be a lot fucking cheaper, but, uh, I don't know. But if, I, I hope I, I just really hope that like they do this, and they don't like don't be fucking weird about it. Like I was just, like pointing out like the t- two Pokemon games they've tested apparently are Mystery Dungeon and Pokemon Pinball, uh, which I mean come on, like does anybody really want those games? Like if you're gonna like would those be in your like top ten Pokemon handheld games to put out on Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance? No, no. Um, so like, but <clears throat> we know they're like super weird about that shit sometimes about like putting out the big games like. They like I was my go to is they put Pokemon Snap out on the Wii U the month before the the Switch came out so like they do weird they do weird shit like that so um I don't know I I definitely think it's awesome I if this is if it looks like this is happening um it's very you know it's very rare when we have like a leak of this this sort um you know so yeah I don't know I'm I'm pumped. I hope, and I'm just kind of, I'm hoping for the, 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 I'm honestly more excited, I think, for the Game Boy, Game Boy Color games, uh, just because I, I have more um, nostalgia for those than I do Game Boy Advance, so. Okay. Yeah. But uh, let's move on to the next Nintendo topic, Gables, that we got here. Uh, we have Nintendo announced two release dates. So on Tuesday, they just announced the release date for Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and yep. it was supposed to be September, all of a sudden. Uh, July 29th, uh, yes. the week after Live Alive is coming out, Gables. They moved it up. Yeah, they moved it up two months, which Gables, I was like, wow, when's the last time I remember that happening? And you want to know the last time? The last time, I, I'm sure it's happened. The last time I remember a big game bumping up release date. Yeah. It's a little game that we know and love. Resident Evil 6. <laughs> bumped it up. With like a month, like a month before the game came out, they bumped it up like two weeks. Um, to put, yeah, it, and it yeah. still didn't help. No, no, they probably should have bumped it like two more years. Um, but anyways, I uh, just gotta be kind of a fun comparison to do there. But uh, yeah, so that game got like announced. That like a lot of like people were like, okay, so like Nintendo is known for like their games are done two, three months, sometimes longer in advance, and they just kind of wait to find an empty spot in their schedule to put these games in. Like, people like Pikmin Del- Deluxe was 3 was done for, like, a year before they finally put it yep. put it out. Um, Paper Mario, and that came out a couple years ago, same thing. Like, they're just trying to find... They just want to have an empty spot in the schedule. They put it out then. Um, but it's very weird. You know, they got some... They go from summer, bump it up two months, basically. So, if you're trying to play through the Xenoblade 1 and 2 uh, before 3 comes out, it's a big fuck you... From Nintendo on that one, um, but um, and then Friday morning they just they announced like so a big thing was like okay the big thing immediately was like okay Splatoon is supposed to be summer so maybe they're just kind of swapping well then Friday they announced Splatoon three is coming out September 9th 
still technically summer. Yep. I know it violates like the honor. It violates the honor of summer because summer is June, July, August. We all know that. But if you're going to go by a fucking calendar with a stupid fucking solstice because everything goes around the because everything's got to revolve around the goddamn sun. Fucking asshole. Fuck you, son. Fuck you. I'm flipping the sun off. Here, I'll do it like this. Fuck you, son. Fuck you. You burn me. I don't like you. I'm a, I'm a ginger. I'm very sensitive to you. Fuck you. You do nothing for me except for keep me alive. Um. Anyways, uh, I don't know why I got really mad at the sun there. Uh, <laughs> I'm really mad at the sun and all of a sudden it just sustains you life. Like, yeah. Then the very next day, you just get a whole bunch of sunburned. Yeah, right. I don't even go outside, still get burnt. Just wake up with like four, third degree burns. Um, and he... <laughs> you're right there, buddy. If you fucking woke up with third degree burns, dude, you'd be fucking in so much pain. You're like, oh, what the yeah. fuck? Oh, um, yeah. Just like my. Why does it smell like burnt bacon? I'd, I'd be like Stewie when he like he fell asleep in the in the tanning booth. Uh, in that episode of Family Guy, when he like gets out, he's like, "Oh, ah! every like every time he's moving, everything's just pain." Uh, anyways, uh, sorry for for audio listeners. Gable's about to spit up his coffee. Um, but uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to. Oh, it's platoon. So, anyways, those games look like these kind of swap places. Like the kind of like going in. Like I'm like, okay, so we're gonna talk about like a lot of people talking about the theorize. Okay, but like, now we basically just know they just kind of swapped. Um, and Nintendo, we've always known Nintendo. They go by what the calendar says of what winter and summer is because, like, they have like. I remember Arms was a was a spring game, and it came yeah. out in mid June, uh, like the week before summer officially began. Because fuck you, son. Um, once I just want to make sure that I don't I don't want that to go away. Um, you know, like they 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 take that like whenever people say like spring or like early twenty or early beginning of the year stuff, like pretty much everybody goes like okay, early means before April. Spring means like March, April, May. Nintendo yeah. now they go by. That's what the solstice says. Um, but anyways, I don't know why I got a rant about that, but I did, um, and that's what I'm here for. Uh, but anyways, I don't know. I mean, these are neither one of these games are really for me. I love Splatoon one. Uh, I played the shit out of that. One of my games of the year in 2014. I want to say 2015, 2014, 2014, 2015. Yeah, that's right. It was 2015. Cause I remember it was Justin's game of the year. He, I was upset because he picked it over Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, obviously I'm still not over that. Um, he also put Codename steam on his top 10 list that year. And I'm not over that. Um, <laughs> I remember you get super pissed off of that too. <laughs> yeah. And what's, and, uh, un, uh, what's that one game called? What the fuck? Until dawn. No, with the yarn, the yarny, yarny, yarny. What's the guys that the game? I can't remember the name of the game. Fuck that. Unraveled. Game Unraveled. Fuck you. Gables for reminding me the name of that. And fuck the sun for allowing us to live for that game to be made. Um, I'm, I'm really taking my anger out in the sun right now. Um, anyways, um, I'm I'm trying to keep on track. I'm I'm doing the best I can, guys. Gables, take over because I'm gonna I'm gonna keep rambling about the sun. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, what what are you thinking? All right. Where are you at? All right. So here we go. In regards to the whole announcements this week, in regards to the whole swapping of release dates, in regards to Xenoblade Chronicles Three, and also for Splatoon Three. It's fairly interesting because it kind of got me thinking a bit because even though both of them have swapped and it makes sense for both of them to swap considering you have a massive RPG that is literally inside the summer months and then you have Splatoon 3 that's introducing like pretty much a couple of weeks before like summer is officially over and it's like 
towards the now October to the end of the year, there is a big opening. There's absolutely is a big opening in regards to releases. I mean, for all we know, they could possibly Nintendo possibly could go forth and insert Advance Wars like reboot camp somewhere in between this said thing to where it could be like say a September release. It could be like it could be like the second September release, or it could be like in August or something. Because yeah. initially, that's what we thought that uh, that Splatoon three was going to really be releasing in general, which was July, you know, like late July, summer, August. like July, August, yeah. that stuff and stuff. But also got me to thinking, it's like, you know what? They got something else that they're going to try to announce and put in that spot. And it's going to be something that we probably don't know too much about right now. That we so don't exist. That's the... <laughs> we yeah. don't know if it exists. Well, we're pretty but... sure it exists. Well, yeah, pretty much. But at the same point, it's like, it definitely is something that I... Uh got it just to thinking about you know because it's like there are a couple rumblings going on about like initially potentially like a donkey kong game but potentially of this and that you know but it's just more or less rumors of anything else yeah but it just feels weird that they went through now and just switched platoon 3 and Xenoblade chronicles 3 and the initial thought of mine goes to they probably have something else lined up to where it's going to not take away from like say Z- Xenoblade chronicle 3 instead of september yeah, that's just me. Well, and I, the way I, I the way I was probably looking at it was Xenoblade's probably done, and Splatoon probably needed like another two months. That was July twenty ninth. Was probably the Splatoon date, and they're like, we need like six more weeks, and that's what they. Yeah, you they know, it could also be the case. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we we keep talking about, there's a lot of games, a lot of Nintendo games that are slated for this year that don't have dates. Like now, Advance Wars slipped. Um, June already has two. Uh, Two first party games. I got the, the Strikers and the Fire Emblem uh, Warriors game. Um, yeah, July's got Live a Live, which isn't like a big. It's a it's a it's not first party, but it's exclusive. It's not like I wouldn't say a big game, but it's a game. Uh, and then, but it's the, a very week, important game. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's not like it's not gonna be a big mover. I don't think. Uh, for right. Uh, but like Xenoblade is like that comes out. The, so we got two of those games come out at the end of the month. So maybe they squeeze right. something in there. But I mean, literally, I think. Fire Emblem Warriors comes out like the last week of June, so you're only going like a few weeks in there. And then like, um, Imran Khan, uh, who's like, he works for he's uh, one of the I think he's like the head of basically Fanbyte or one of the top people there. Um, right. He, he's usually he knows a lot of details. He was kind of like guessing on what he thought the release date would be for the rest of the year, and he's like, you know, he he was like kind of guessing a lot of stuff. But he said there's something in August, and his quote was. Uh, he, he he just put question marks. Uh, he's like, I won't say it, but trust me, you don't want it. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. I'm like, is there like a Mario? Is there, are there's a, is there like a um a Nintendo game that he hates or that nobody likes that's coming that we don't uh, know about or a game that we just forgot about? Uh, I don't know. Um, or he could just be a complete troll and just say, "Oh, this yeah, is when the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess thing releases." Yeah, because I mean that's one of the things I, I, people were like before Splatoon three got dated was, "Oh, maybe that means like something's getting delayed out to next year, and we gotta fill a gap, and we're gonna put the 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 Zelda remakes and the remasters in there." Um, Advance Wars still needs a, sp- a spot. Like I said there's a there's a lot of games that don't have uh, dates yet that we don't know about. Um, so yeah, we we'll have, have to wait and see on that. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's okay. We're, we're definitely. I mean, it's exciting that we're getting to the point now where uh, games are getting dated. 
Um, and, you know, I mean, we're definitely at that point now where we need to start getting dates on things because, I mean, it's only, it's end of April, uh, especially if we're talking about summer months. Like, you know, like you probably at least want a good three months or so to like, you know, build up to like, you know, kind of advertise and give people a notice that, hey, this game's coming. Um, you know, like on top of that, like some good news was uh odd, odd thing where like um uh, one of the like Bruce Bruno something uh on Twitter he's like one of the lead people um at Santa Monica Studios working on God of War Ragnarok uh somebody tweeted at him hey can you let it can you tell us that this game's coming out this year and he said this game is for sure coming in 2022 so um on one hand that makes uh I think that makes a lot of God of War fans extremely relieved you know, delay, I mean, not that we'd be mad about delays, but it's like, I think there's just like a lot of like, I don't want to say anxiety, but a lot of like nerves around that game of like, well, it's like we're getting, it's been a while since we've heard about this game. It's supposed to be a 2021 game. Like we've only seen like the, the stuff we saw, I think what, like a September of last year was like the only time we've actually seen gameplay of this. We've heard nothing since. And they said like, uh, actually on, um, the 20th was the four year anniversary of God of War 2018 coming out. And Corey Barlock, the director of the first game, he did a video uh, saying, oh, it's crazy. It's been four years. And hey, like that's an update. We're still working on it. We got our heads down. As soon as we have something to show you, have more details, we'll, you'll be the first to know stuff like that. So, but anyways, like, and then like, like, I think like a day or two later, the, one of the guys said that on Twitter about the game was, for sure coming out this year. So I don't know. That's uh, on one hand, it makes me very relieved, but it also gives me flashbacks to, uh, I remember when the, the cyberpunk, the people that ran the Twitter account, the PR company for cyberpunk ran the, mm-hmm. the PR, uh, ran the account. And someone said, Hey, is this game coming out on this day? And it was like the date in, uh, I think like late October. And they said, 100% it's coming out this day. And then the very next day they delayed it like six Deleted. weeks to December. Uh, so I keep having, that was the first thing I thought of was like, cool, maybe look, God of War Ragnarok's coming this year. And I'm like, and then I had like PTSD, like not really P- like, cause like, I wasn't like super hyped for cyberpunk be going into it. Like, well, I mean, I was, but like, I wasn't like as hot. This, it's not the sequel to my favorite game of all time. You know, like cyberpunk, right. it was like, I'm a game. I'm interested because in, it just has counter Reeves in it more than anything, honestly. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So that was, um, that, that gives some relief there makes you feel more comfortable because it's like what I said, I kept saying last year, all was when, as soon as they announced God of War Ragnarok was coming and it was said 2021, the very first thing I said on the next podcast in September or October, or whatever it was 2020, I was like that's not coming in 2021. And then I, I was saying all throughout until they finally said, no, it's coming 2022. I was like, just tell me it's not coming this year. That way I don't have to like think about like, well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't like, just give me the really, give me that relief. You know, it's like, you know, you get that, your stomach's upset and you got to go to the bathroom. You kind of get the little poof out there. Like, Oh, okay. I, you know, I got, I can, I got, I, I just bought myself. I feel a little better now. You know, you got, you get that little fart out uh, to get, you know, make you feel, give you a little relief, you know, a little, you know, you know, plugged up. Um, but anyways, um, moving on here, Gables to, uh, some non Nintendo news. Uh, so Amy okay. Henning, uh, who we both love, uh, uh, one of basically probably the most important person for the creation of Uncharted. Uh, two both of ours will pro- probably are probably in the top ten favorite franchises of ours individually. 
um yeah, fair to totally. say um so her she has new studio skydance new uh skydance new media and uh so big thing was she left um about midway through the uncharted 4 um making of that game uh so like when she left like they basically had a, like redid the like a good chunk of the story um but she went to ea to uh to make star wars games and she had like the game was like codenamed ragtag we got to see actually some gameplay of it uh and like a lot of the rumors were and i like gary widow and a few other people talk about like they've seen a lot of gameplay that never came out and that game looked phenomenal and everybody just kept saying that game was uncharted it was star wars uncharted which that hmm. sounds fucking awesome and then i get ea was like hey we hired the lady that created uncharted and she made a, a Star Wars game that looks like Uncharted. We don't want that. It's like, why the fuck would you hire her to do? Anyways, uh, this is during this is like the whole during the whole duration of fucking EA messing up with the Star Wars license and stuff that mm-hmm. led to the creation of Battlefield, like Star Wars Battlefield, Battlefront, you know, Battlefront, yeah, Battlefront yeah. two. Uh, but yeah, then like so that game got canceled, and then they like they were gonna like convert the assets. And then they're gonna make a live a, a live service Star Wars game, and then that whole game got canceled. And then the Dead yeah. Space Studio, I can't the, the names escape me of it. The original Visceral. one, Visceral. Thank you. Um, they got closed down basically because of it. I think she that's where she's working with Visceral. So, anyways, yep. um, she left EA shortly after she started her own studio, Skydance New Media, and they announced this week that she is working on a fucking Star Wars game. Um, she is a, actually like legit huge fan of Star Wars. It's always exciting when like fans of like when people are working on like a known ip they get the fans yes. of that like we're hearing that a lot with like um machine games is uh unfortunately you know because i want wolfenstein 3 but they're working on indiana jones game and uh and todd howard is like one of the head people on that game and he's gonna he's a indiana jones fanboy so which is awesome you always like to hear that so like that usually means they're gonna treat it with a little more respect and also she's not working uh, like Amy Henning here is not working for a big conglomerate. She's working, you know, she runs the studio. Um, so anyway, they're saying it sounds like she's also uh, working on a Marvel game as well. So that's interesting. We don't, I don't, we don't know too much about that one. Uh, but this will be a story-driven single-player action adventure game. Um, is kind of what we know so far. So we have no other details. We don't know timeline. Is like when does this take place in the series? I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm all for like let's let's get out of like the Skywalker era i'll be perfectly um, honest i don't i would much rather have it be its own thing at yeah, this like, point you know like jedi fallen order and stuff like that was like i thought I, I had my issues with that game i still think it was a very good game it was it was there's a lot of bugs in the beginning that was the main issue because i'm playing at launch but uh, like i love the fact it was like its own separate thing like even like force unleashed i really like that one um but like number two wasn't very good because they had changed the ending of one to make two anyways um Cause I'm all, I'm all for it. I, I, I trust, you know, Uncharted. like we are talking about like both of ours, some of our, our, two of our favorite video game IPs ever. Um, I just playing, finished replaying Uncharted four a couple months ago. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I fully trust her. What she's going to do. This game is probably four or five years away. Um, uh, but I have all the faith in the world in, uh, in this game. So what about you Gables? You know what? I'm open to it. If it's like what she was initially doing before and have it be like Star Wars Uncharted, you know, I'm all for yeah. it. I don't care at this point. I'd want to try something different in regards to the Star Wars licensing. Yeah. And you know what? That just sounds like something up my alley. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That yeah, like I said, I, I am 
fully on on board. And another thing, I am fully on board with Gables. Um, some other news here we got this week. Look at this Streets of Rage movie, man. And Streets of Rage movie. Yeah, yeah. And you want who's writing it? No. The guy that made fucking John Wick, dude. Oh. This movie's gonna fucking. Sl- when I'm like, when I heard that, I'm like, oh man. And then like the next day, like one of the guys, um, the, like the the main guy that made John Wick, that wrote the script for John Wick, Wick is making this movie. I'm like, this this movie could be fucking awesome. Then I just like just you know, don't just make the music, just make the, make it like 80s with with that fucking neon going. Oh man, I. I've been like, get the composer that did the Streets of Rage games. Don't even the composer. Just seriously, just, just literally copy and paste the music. <laughs> just there's there, there's probably some original soundtracks on YouTube. Just save that and put it in the in the goddamn movie. Uh, this is like a B-rated action film, dude. I mean that's yeah. that's Streets of Rage in a nutshell. It's yes. 80s action. Yeah. Oh my god. Like um, the g- give me the raid. That that movie's fucking incredible. Uh, like I'm just like if it's just. 70% of like the action scenes of John Wick this movie will be phenomenal uh like I'm, I'm not like expecting this to be like the could greatest movie of all time but this could be like a really like if it's just a really fun fucking fight movie I'm all in like this movie could be this movie could fucking rule could it be awesome would it be awesome or something like that where it's like they do like the initial movie and then like maybe the second movie the sequel or some of it if they initially get that far and just the opening cinematics and stuff like that is just a fully animated opening like streets of rage 2 i'd be all in <laughs> as long as we don't keep the kangaroo out of it okay can we all agree on that okay that's streets of rage 3 so it's like the cyborg yeah. and kangaroo yeah can we, can we all agree to keep them out of it but like keep everything else i want the fucking elevator i want that fucking fight scene that's got to be like an awesome like 10 minutes, no cut, fucking awesome ass fucking fight scene. I want that. Have the fucking Mr. X like uh, boss scene like in fucking Streets of Rage 2. Yes. You know, with the oh my God. Shit. Yes. Uh, just you can call in a guy to randomly shoot a grenade launcher from his fucking police car. Um, oh my God. Man. Oh, that's right. That was the original Streets of Rage. Yeah. I, that was really, yeah. They did, that's funny. They had like the special power up oh. and they got rid of it after the first game um man i'm 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 really excited for this game or movie i i especially like i'm definitely more hyped after like 2020 when we got street rage 4 and that game was fucking awesome uh, it was it really Absolutely. renewed my love like i forgot how great those games were and then like just hearing that soundtrack uh, it's in my head right now i'm just listening to the i'm listening to the soundtrack right now um oh man <laughs> I, I I can't I can't I never like when I heard that I'm like well, okay and then like I, I then I saw the headline the next day I'm like yes yes <laughs> um but maybe some more puzzling movie news Gables yeah we're getting an it takes two movie which uh, yeah it could be good um with executive producer Dwayne the Rock Johnson. When you sent me that link earlier on this week, I looked at it. I looked who was going to be producing or helping in that regards, and I saw The Rock's name. I'm like, okay, well, this is going to definitely be a thing. Yeah. So it's it's coming to Amazon. It's going to be an Amazon movie. Um, I think what it's like you hear about that shit all the time. Like someone like 
this person is executive producer, but really they're just like, we're just gonna give you some money to say that you were involved in this movie, kind of thing. That's what really it like So I, I wouldn't be surprised, but like he does own his own um, movie company, uh, Seven Bucks Entertainment, I believe is what it's called. Um, yeah. So as I, I probably more so that his company's gonna be involved in it. He gets an executive producer title, um, but I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I have nothing. It's just, it's a weird one. I mean, I guess like if you would have told me like when we, when we were talking about Sonic that when I got announced and they make a Sonic movie years ago, I'm like, Oh boy. And like, I didn't like Sonic, the movie, the Sonic movie, but I know I am in the minority on that one. I understand that. Like I didn't like it for me. I'm sure a lot of people love it, but I'm not, I was never a huge Sonic guy to begin with, but people love it. People love the new one. So, um, I didn't think that would, there's, I don't think any of us thought, especially the way Sonic's been treated in the last 20 years. 25 years that we probably thought that the Sonic movie would be any good and it would people love it so um anything is possible with the with uh it takes two i mean we love that game i think it could be a fun movie it's not even a dwayne the rock johnson thing i'm not even really worried about him um but i don't know i mean it just depends who's in it uh i think what's weird though is like the problem with that with that game was like the game was awesome it was um story yeah, but the story, like the, the story is like fine. It was the, the characters, the parents were just kind of awful people. Yeah. So, which was like, and it's like we never really redeemed that part. Where it's like you guys just kind of suck. Uh, but, yeah, that's the thing. They never really did redeem themselves no. in that regards. They just went through. They earned back the favor of their daughter and stuff like that, and just uh, went I on got, from there. You know. On I, top of like all the damn scarring like scenes in regards to like the fucking we, we we killed Ellie the elephant. We killed the girl's favorite toy. We fucking like we disemboweled really its and, leg like... off. We we sucked yeah. the eyeballs out of the vacuum. Um, I know, right? That's fucking traumatic. If you're yeah. gonna put that as a kids movie, <laughs> I don't, yeah, oh, God, yeah, right. Um, so I oh, not to mention that boss, the first boss that we face that gets that damn fan and end up sucking itself to death. I yeah, think. that's right. The, the, there's a vacuum cleaner. We suck the eyeballs out. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Sucking yourself to death just seems like a solid way to go out. Um, but unless you're a vacuum cleaner. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just I, this is a weird one. Um, like Street Rage is fun because like we we've seen fun action movies. Uh, but like it takes two. It's just like, I mean, it could just be like a rom com type thing where it's like I'm just thinking. I don't know. I'm not gonna like. I don't know. And like, I was like, oh, maybe Dwayne's gonna be in the movie. Um, uh, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, it'd be kind of weird. I mean, like Jumanji's awesome. Like, I love. I love. I mean, I'm honestly, I'm biased on the Rock because I'm a wrestling group of wrestling fan. Um, I love Fast and Furious. Uh, Jumanji movies are actually really good. Um. So I don't know. It could be it could be a good movie. It's just depending on who's casted and how it works. Out. I don't know. Um, Watch The Rock play the book. You know what, Gables? I am back in on that movie. This movie <laughs> might rule if um, or Antonio Banderas is the book. Um, hey, oh man, that would be that would work awesomely too. Yeah, if we get Antonio, have that sort of accent too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Because it, it sounds like an Antonio Banderas uh, knockoff uh, in the in the mm-hmm. in the game. So. Um, Another news story here, though, Gables, for us. Uh, Tales of the Borderland. We both love that game. Yeah. Uh, that came out uh, 2014, 15, I want to say. Uh, yeah. Telltale made it. 
we both loved it. Gable, I think it's the only like one of the few Telltale games that you played. Um, I pretty much played all of them. Uh, but it is the only Telltale game I've okay. played through and beat. You know, finished. I should say. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm people have been listening for a long time. I was, I pretty much. I've, Beaten all their stuff except for like the Minecraft. That that was the only thing I've done of theirs um, since Walking Dead season one. And um, yeah, like I'm a huge fan of their stuff. Tell Tales of the Borderlands was awesome. It was hilarious. Yes. The the only big issue was like um, they they were going like they had like three four month gaps in between episodes. Um, yes. And they even made like reference to that in, in the beginning of one episodes. One about like yeah we know it's been a long time. Anyway, but it, like that, that you played it after it came out, and that was perfect time to do it because that game was incredible. It's fucking hilarious. Who would have thought that Borderlands would have worked out in a Telltale style game? Um, so, anyways, they're doing another season. Uh, there's no like we just got like a. They just said that basically it's it's coming. Apparently, it's coming out this year. No idea if it's going to be coming out episodic. Um, I think we've learned um, over the last few years that the episodic stuff, like releasing it separately does not work um, no so and, and, uh, even like but i'm not gonna get to the whole talk about that again i've done that too many times on this podcast but we we've seen that like it it falls off so um even like life life is strange last year they just put the whole game out at once um well maybe they don't do the episode thing maybe they just make it like just a game it's just a normal i'd be game. more a fan of that yeah or even they want like um anyways um i don't want to get off, off topic here sorry uh but Anyways, they're making another season of it. Um, no idea if it's going to have the same characters back or not. Uh, but Telltale is not working on the game. Gearbox is working on the game. So I don't know okay. what that. How that's how I feel about that one. Um, like we've had we like the characters that they put in the Tales of the Borderland the first season. They've actually added into the main games and stuff. I believe they're in Borderlands three because uh, it takes right. place between two and three. Um, but oh, so, okay, that makes sense. That's so good. most of the voice actors did not come back from t- from from the first season to Borderlands Three. Like they had, um, what the fuck is his name? He plays Joel uh, from Last of Us. Uh, he's always got, oh, he's always God. got beautiful I, it's hair and tip my tongue. Yeah, let me um, guess. He's like he's he in everything. Troy Baker. Troy Baker. I think Troy his Baker. Name is. Um, he was like the, the main actor of the first game and he's not going to be, uh, he wasn't a part of Borderlands three. Uh, he's not, he's, he might come back for this one, but, uh, I doubt it. But, um, I don't know. I mean, like it's weird though. The game apparently is coming this year. Um, but we literally just got a thing saying it's in production. Um, and apparently it's been in development for years now. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. It's, it's definitely like when you hear, like heard the news about like, it takes two. It's like, I'm, I'm going to be cautious. Like, Never thought there'd be a possibility of getting in there any more of that, uh, but like I even like Telltale itself is like it's a, a good chunk of the people that work at the new Telltale were from the old one, but it's not all the same old people. But um, I don't know. I I'm game. I'm I like I fell off hard on Borderlands. Uh, I didn't even bother playing three. I have zero interest in Tiny Tina's uh, adventure, um, but like. I'd be I, if this comes out and it's good quality and like it continues on that storyline of with those characters from the first game, I would be all in to check out the, the new one. What about you, Gables? 
to be to be perfectly honest with you, it's like I am kind of intrigued in regards to what they do for Tales of the Borderlands, but I'm of the same mindset as you, where I fell off heavy from Borderlands after playing through a lot of Borderlands Two. Looked at Borderlands Three, looked at the critical from like the review ratings and all the other DLC stuff. I basically have done the same thing like I did with Borderlands Two. Was waited for every single content thing to drop first before initially making a purchase. Yeah. And as far as Tiny Tina goes, it looks kind of interesting in that regards, and it's gotten favorable reviews, but yeah. it's definitely one of those bargain discount type of things I probably will pick up down yeah. the line. But as far as Tales of the Borderlands sequel in this regards goes, I'm kind of wondering if they will stick with a narrative sort of adventure style thing that like they did with uh, Telltale, or they're going to completely try to make this into a different type of game genre in general. Yeah. I would be out then. Yeah, I feel like if they're calling this Tales of the Borderland, it's kind of they're basically trying to try to do their own Telltale thing, which I I, I hope they do. Um, it's just a matter of like, um, man, when you have the A team from Telltale's working on something, you can tell. It's like there's yes. like there's the platinum games type thing with with like the old school with the old Telltale, where it's like, okay, you had the A team like the bat like Batman, Walking Dead, Tales of the Borderland, uh, even maybe maybe Guardians of the Galaxy was probably like the B team. Um, that game was still very good content. Um, but you can always tell when you had like the, the A and the B team working on those games. Um, and that definitely was the A team. So, um, yeah, if it comes out, it's good. Quality. I mean, yeah, definitely. It's going to be one you're going to keep wearing. I'm definitely keep my eye on. So, um, but moving on to this, this is, a, this is a quick one here. Not too much really to add. Uh, PlayStation Plus, we got an update on that one. The new PS Plus, uh, they're targeting June 13th for the United States. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Definitely so, around the time that E3 would have been. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, no more details than that. Although uh, Siphon Filter was uh, one through three were were rated in Japan. Yeah, there were supposedly so. some PS One game type of things that were kind of like leaked in Siphon Filter games, were sort of like the uh, hodgepodge of games that were supposedly among the leaks. Mm. So what we'll to wait and see. Um, it's just still continuing to be kind of weird the way they've they've done this whole thing of like they announced the pricing. What they announced was. They announced the details of it, then we got the the timeline for it, and then but we have no way we have like I don't know I, I'm gonna wait like they could still blow us away they got they got what six more weeks here it kind of works out perfectly yeah. here is the week I'm on vacation is the week this comes out so I don't know maybe it'll, yeah. maybe it comes out and it's awesome and I have a bunch of shit to play uh, while I'm on vacation. Um, yeah. Well, one of my biggest things in regards to that uh, that service in and of itself, you know, one feature I kind of hope goes into effect is like online multiplayer things for say PSP games. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, yeah, definitely. It's just the whole rule has been weird. Of like, usually when you yeah. announce something, you want to blow us away right away, and it's just been kind of like lackluster from the beginning. But uh, like I said, we'll wait and see. Like they still got, they can still. I mean, they come out and they 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 do like a big thing in like in May or something. Um, and like do like do like a five minute video and just like show us some fucking cover art and then get, break it out like here's all the shit coming. Uh, they could definitely. I mean, they, they do something really good with that. Uh, the, all, everything they've done in the past will it will be fine. We'll get over it real fast. We are dumb consumers that just like we just want the things we like. Um, but anyways, Gables, uh, that's pretty much it for news. Like I said, not a lot, of, a lot of, like a couple bigger stuff, but a lot of, like a lot of things worth talking about just not a lot, a lot like big huge things happening but um right we should be getting to the time here soon we're we're gonna be like i mean summer games fest is supposed to be happening in june 
So I, you got to think that we're going to start getting some details in the next few weeks. And then we're going to start hearing all the fucking rumors. So who knows? Oh, uh, yes. Imagine rumor season. in a few weeks. Yeah, it's going to be like rumor, rumors, rumors. So we'll have to wait and see. That whole month of May is just going to be nothing but rumors. Yeah, we will <laughs> We will probably – I have a feeling in about two, three weeks um, we're going to have a shit ton of stuff to talk about because – it's going to be, like I said, yeah, rumors, rumors, and rumors, and leaks, and shit like that. So, um, but anyways, let's move on with the playing gables. If uh, you're okay, okay. you cool with me going first? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I've only really played one game this week. Um, I talked about a little bit. I kind of gave, like, a, I mentioned it last week. Uh, I started playing last Friday Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, uh-huh. And I put like a good, actually like nine hours into it, almost 10 hours okay. into it uh, last weekend, but then just been super busy with work. And then obviously the wedding. So I was like, I was like, fuck, I barely remember anything that happened in that game uh, by oh, the time no. we got to the day. And then I, I played it for a few more hours today, actually, once I finally kind of got my shit together today. Um, so I'm like 12 hours in now. I'm actually, I just got to the, the part where like you got to like the thing that says, this is the point of no return. So I probably got like I'm wow. probably right towards the end, um, but uh, so far like so this is the people that this is uh, Tango GameWorks I believe is yes yeah Tango uh, I, I want to say Tequila I'm like that's not right um, <laughs> these are the guys that made Evil Within one and two uh, probably very few people like on the internet that have raved about these games more than me I love those games um, so I was very I'm not I won't say very disappointed but I was kind of bummed out when they announced. Uh, that we weren't getting Evil Within three. Um, there's been some rumblings that they're working on it, but we don't know. Uh, but anyways, uh, and this kind of came out. Their views kind of came out, and they weren't they weren't like blow away. Like they were positive, but they weren't like like this wasn't getting like overall like everybody's saying this game is great. Like a lot of people were like it's good, and then like to like people were saying oh this game is great. Like it's it's in there, but mostly it's good. And I I kind of I lean close to the it's good. You know, like it's definitely like a, <laughs> I would put it like a high seven, low eight type of game. Like I think that's where I think it's like a seventy eight on Open Critic, uh, and that's feels good um, to kind of give like a point value for it um, so far. Um, but I will say like the so it's kind of like a map game actually, uh, oddly enough. Hmm. So like the the main gist of the game is um, like the Evil Within games are like like super like horror like. The guy that owned, that runs Tango GameWorks, he was the creator of, of like Resident Evil Two and Four, and so he like re, like basically Evil Within One and Two was like the modern day Resident Evil Four, and these like these games came out before we got like the good Resident Evil remakes and like Seven and right. Eight. So like this was like the modern day like cool we got we got some great fucking horror games out. Um, this one isn't so like you're in Tokyo obviously, um and basically like this like spirit comes in and like everybody in the city is like like they basically almost like get raptured essentially and like their clothes just fall on the ground the whole city is abandoned there's just souls everywhere uh and, like you gotta fight like these evil spirits um and like there's like a slender man looking guy um there's like a like the kind of like the the weird like ghost creature thing from the ring is in this uh, very creepy looking creatures, but it's not really, it's not a horror game. It's more like a action game. Uh, right. and like, so like this guy named KK, like he's like a, he's a ghost. He actually like goes into your body. Cause like you get in a motorcycle accident and you're about to die, uh, right before all the shit happened. 
and he goes into your body. So now like you're working together to like these the evil people here that are like responsible for all this are they have uh I can't I can't remember his name. Akio uh, I can't remember. Anyways, the main guy that's like the actually like the guy that was in a motorcycle accident, um his sister was in a coma in the hospital. He was on his way there and the main the the main villains have taken her and they're going to use her for this ritual. And so you're working together with the spirit KK and you have these powers and like basically like th- you think of these powers like a gun, but like they're your fingers. And like you do this like, like it looks really cool. It looks like Dr. Strange from like Marvel. Like he'd like, he's doing a lot of cool shit on the screen. It's very colorful. and looks very pretty. Um, but like, I don't love the gameplay of it. It's like, not like, like, cause like, so you have like, you have wind power, like these wind ones, but it's like, uh, right. more, it's more like a pistol type thing. If you think about it. like, it's like, does do a lot of damage, but you can shoot a little faster. Um, and you can charge it and hold it for like a few seconds and it'll shoot three shots for like rapid shots at, at like enemies. Um, but it doesn't do a lot of damage. And you have a water one that you like, it'll shoot like a wave out. Um, that kind of goes like it got, it has like, it's a wider kind of like, I would say like, but it doesn't have a lot of distance. It's more like a shotgun kind of effect. Uh, and like you can hold it and you'll charge it and like the wave, like they'll, it'll be longer. And then you have like the fire damage that is more like a grenade and you can shoot it. It does a lot of damage or you can hold it and it does a bigger blast radius damage. And you can like, there's, there's skill trees you can upgrade, uh, a lot of things. And like, yeah, there's like, there's a level, there's levels, there's experience points. Um, you have like, you have, uh, these gates that you have to like kill all the enemies at and you can like, um, open up the gates and it opens up like, you can't go into the fog of the city. Cause like, that's where the souls are and they'll kill you. So you have to you right. go through these gates. You have like, you open up these gates and it opens up more of the map. Um, so it's kind of like, think of it like, uh, like watchtowers and like Assassin's Creed, that type of thing. Um, where you have to like go and like open up these kill the enemies at this gate to open up more areas. And then there's like, there's side missions. There's, uh, you can find the souls around the world and which are really like really good ways. to like you, the more souls you find, it's actually like the quickest, easiest way to earn money and experience points. I get a shit ton of it's, it's, uh, mm. and it's, it's way easier and a lot faster to just go around and find souls. And like you hit square and I'll do like that thing where like it'll ping, it'll do a ping out and you could see like all the stuff on your, on your screen. And you could like, Oh, there's souls over here. There's, a store over here, stuff like that. So every time I see souls, I'm going and like finding them. There's hundreds of souls everywhere. Uh, so it's a good way to like earn experience points and money real fast. Um, but anyways, so like the, 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 the gameplay is not like super fun. I'm not like loving it. Uh, some of the boss right. fights are pretty good, but like the, the overall, like just going around fighting the enemies, like the enemies are awesome looking. This game is gorgeous. I think uh, the colors, like the, like the, especially like the HDR, like, oh, man, this game just kind of, fucking pops with that stuff um but like it's not it's it's not like a blast but like just the world like the actually like that loop you get into that's always a big thing these map games is like really getting into that loop like horizon like the the loop of that game really sucks me in but like the big thing on that one is the combat so good that i just want to keep going around fighting fucking enemies uh and this one that's like the biggest issue is like i don't want to do a lot of the side quests that like so the side quests are actually pretty fun like the side quests like evil within two were really good I thought um, this one, like, like the, like the kind of the story and what you're doing and some of the shit that's happening in it are pretty cool. But like the ones that are like really combat focused where you have to fight waves of enemies, or, like you just like, Oh, you got like, there's these, these ghosts are like, are like these, they're taking over this area. Can you go kill them for me? It's like, oh, okay, I'll do that. But like some of them, like you got to go in. There's like this evil specter. That's like, 
um, in this in this uh, in this uh, business. And basically, like he like they he like convinces people to like kill themselves, and then he traps those souls in there. And then that soul has to, to in order to be free to go to heaven or hell or whatever he has to convince somebody else to kill themselves this like, like that could like that's kind of some cool like interesting stories with that like but then, like like i said like so, but then like most of them are just like go kill these enemies over here but like, you find like every now and again you find some cool ones like that and i like those ones um but yeah like i think the story is actually pretty interesting uh like like I, i'm very confused on how like the spirit world part works but like i think some of the characters in the game are cool uh but yeah, I'm having I'm having a good time with it. Like I'm like I said, I'm like 12 hours in. I'm like I said, I just got to the point of no return, so I imagine I'm like an hour or two away from beating it. Um, this is like I would really I really actually recommend this game. It's better than I thought it would be going into it. Um, but like I, I wouldn't be shocked if this game's on my top 10 list. Uh, but it's gonna be like one of those like it is not a game of the year contender. Like it, I would say it's like that like that eight nine ten range kind of game, but yeah, like I'm not trying to like downgrade it. Like that, that's still very good, especially like this has been a very, very good year for gaming. Uh, yes, it has. I've already so got like far. five or six games on my list, and there's three <laughs> or four other games that have come out this year that I still want to play. Um, and it, like it's April 23rd right now, uh, so like it's been that's a pretty fucking awesome year when we can almost <laughs> do a top ten list for the top ten games that come out in the first four months of the year four months yeah that's that's i don't know if we've had a year like that since and they're like good quality games we're not just like fucking trying to like you know push some shit together um yeah this game i, th- I think it's very very good um it's not great like like evil within i thought evil within like had a lot of problems uh like especially that like especially that first beginning but that second half really sold me on it uh evil within 2 really was awesome so i feel like if they do a sequel which personally, I'd rather do Evil Within three than Ghost Wire Tokyo two, but either way, I feel like they do. If Evil Within three or Ghost Wire took Ghost Wire Tokyo two is the next thing I put out, I'm probably gonna buy day one because if they build upon this and they just make that combat feel like because like the problem is like um, like good like action games, you feel when you do damage, you you can feel when you hit an enemy, you know when you like especially like a, like your a shooting game like Gears of War. You can feel when you do damage. You can feel like if you're in a fighting game, you can feel when you like you hit somebody, you melee somebody. And this game, he doesn't have that impact. So like sometimes I'm just shooting, and I'm like, did I actually do anything? Kind of like that kind of an issue. Um, so, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I really, I really, I, I know I'm, I'm being mostly negative, but I actually really do like this game. I think the big thing is just like the things I'm liking the most about this game is just actually wandering the world itself. And like, there's so many cute things in this game. I forgot to talk. I almost forgot to talk about was like all of the shops in the game. You can buy like uh, health. Uh, you can buy like items. You can buy like food to like heal or actually like some to like you know to like ten percent defensive boost for a certain amount of time. All of the all of the shops are ran by cats, which and they're adorable, and they uh, just kind of like float in the air and they talk to you because uh, you can like. And like, there's a water and world gables. Yeah, you can buy dog food, <laughs> and not only can you pet the dogs, gables, you can feed the dogs. And I let me tell you, gables, I spent so much money on dog food in this fucking game because I'm petting and I'm feeding every goddamn dog. And you feed the dog, gables, they will <laughs> they will take you to like a nearby like they either like dig up some some money for you, 
uh, or they'll take you if there's like a, a hidden thing nearby, like a hidden collectible, or there's like yeah. these like, things you can pray to, and they can like they up like your ant like the amount of capacity you can hold for ammo. Uh, that are super very helpful because like like some of like they're gonna like the fire one you only get like five of, and like they, 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 like you get you can usually like find a bunch of things around to like upgrade your like or to like refill your ammo but it's like when you're in the fight because like you can very quickly if you're not smart about it and you're just like smashing buttons you can quickly run out of like ammo on like your your wind fire water damage but um yeah like no i'm like i just love the aesthetics of the world Uh, i love like the all the best parts of this game is just wandering around finding the souls doing some of the cool story missions um the skill tree is actually really it's one of the better skill trees i've seen in games um, okay. I played recently, like like I love Rise Vertical West. That skill tree kind of sucks, um, uh, but yeah, so it's it's really good. I like it a lot. I I actually do really recommend this game. But like, I think GameFly has it for forty bucks right now. If you can find it for like, you know, forty bucks or a little cheaper, uh, definitely I'd say pick it up. It's worth. It's definitely worth uh, trying. It doesn't seem like it, I I've done a lot of wandering around. But if you want to mainline it. You could probably get beat it in like eight, ten hours. It seems like so far, but like, if you want, if you're someone like me, I can get more into that loop. Like, I, I've, I've, there's a lot. Of, I've done a lot. I'm like, I've barely touched the surface on the map. Um, and you could probably put twenty, thirty hours in this game easily if you want to like just get to that loop. But uh, anyways, it's a very, very good game. Gables, what have you been playing, buddy? All right, so the only game I really have been playing this week has been the new release on the Nintendo Switch Online, which has been Mario Golf, the classic game from the N64. Interesting, try to play this game for, well, since the first time I initially started playing Mario Golf, which is way back when it first released, it's been kind of a trippy experience, because the first thing I did in that game, kind of similar to what I'm doing right now, was going to unlocking characters. Because when you start out, you start off with, like, maybe a handful of characters. I think four, four, or possibly, like, six. Mm-hmm. Mo- the thing about this game that was kind of a bit of a bummer is you don't have access to any of the characters that you could have done for, like, the N64 transfer pack. Which, here's a little back, yeah. back information in regards to Mario Golf. Mario Golf was an N64 game and also was a Game Boy Color game. And you could actually use the transfer pack. Yeah, it was one of the few games that would allow you to use the transfer pack to transfer your saved character data from the Game Boy Color to the N64. Permanently, you can put it inside of the game, yep. and then you would have that character. So there are, like, maybe three or four different character sprites you could have access on. Yeah, yeah that's a, that, I watched a YouTube video. Someone was talking about because there's been, like, talks about the transfer pack coming if they do the Game Boy thing. And like, oh, yeah. here's like some of the the benefits of it. And that's one of the things they're talking about was like Mario Golf specifically was like there's four characters you can only get with the transfer pack. So go ahead, but yeah, yeah. I remember this vividly because I did the I did that back in the day because I loved playing Mario Golf on the Game Boy Color. It was a fantastic game, as is the N64 game. And then transferring my character to the console version of it was fucking amazing in that regards. I did it with Pokemon. I did it with Mario Golf and stuff like that. But with those aside and stuff, the overall content in terms of the original Mario Golf stemmed from the tournaments and also stemmed from like the ring shots, the miniature golf stuff, which some of these features were not even prevalent inside last year's 
Mario Golf release. Some of it was kind of underwhelming in that regards, especially the single-player mode. But in regards to this version of it, nothing has really been edited in that regards to, like, uh, taking out, like, additional content or any of that sort and stuff. So you're pretty much getting the original release, bearing a couple of features. But uh, I've spent a lot of my time going through and unlocking characters. And the best we can do that is to pick a character and try to beat them in regards to earning specific, like, amount of medals. I believe it. the maximum you can go for and earn is, like, maybe 10 hmm. medals. But that rarely does happen, especially during, like, the initial matches I've had. In this case and scenario, I think I've unlocked a close to amount of, like, maybe four or five different uh, Nintendo characters right now. Like, in this game. But, uh, like, I've unlocked Luigi. I've unlocked Wario. There's a couple of characters that are specifically for this game. One of them's named Sunny, and the other one is, like, Harry or something like that. You know, just, like, generic sort of names, but they are specific to Mario Golf for the N64. Like, there is, like, two or three other characters that you could have beforehand, like, even for, like, as default characters. Mm. But, uh, as it stands right now, I'm facing off to try to beat Mario to unlock Mario as a playable character. But, uh, yeah, Mario is a pain in the ass, but it's not nearly as much of a pain in the ass as when you have to go forth and face Bowser. I haven't played against Bowser in terms of his AI to unlock him in years. Same thing goes with Metal Mario. And let me tell you something. It took me months to go ahead and beat Bowser's AI for the N64 because he is literally a piece of shit. And will definitely take advantage of any type of little minuscule incorrect putts or incorrect hits that you may have and stuff. It is definitely that type of like uh, gradual difficulty scale to where you face off against Luigi and you know, Luigi's like first thing. He's like, okay, he's a little bit easy, then it progressively starts getting more. You know, the AI stops making the mistakes that it makes, like it misses putts or it misses like a shot or something, or something doesn't go right and this and that. Then the margin error kind of increase, kind of like decreases when you face finally against Mario, where Mario is hitting the ball like over halfway across the damn course near the hole, and he gets to the hole like about two shots or some shit, and then all of a sudden you have to try to battle him out in terms of the putts. But then you get to Bowser, and Bowser hits like almost a near 300-yard shot in regards to a fucking big old swing. And so you're seeing what could take about two shots for me regularly is being made by Bowser like in one shot. Mm. And not just one shot, but near the fucking hole, like within like about 15 to 20 feet from the hole. And that means to me that he'll automatically go forth and make certain shots within like two, like two freaking strokes. And that's the thing, man. It's like, depending upon the hole, that'll either be like an eagle or it will be like a high score. And for you, if you don't do the same thing, you're going to be left behind fairly quick. That's something I'm not looking forward to, but I want to try to try to experience it again to see how <laughs> how I can initially go forth and battle him now as I did back when I was like fucking, like, what, 12, 13? Mm. I was a freaking teenager at the time. But, yeah, you know what? Playing Mario Golf in its essence, in the way that it was, Definitely feels like a better experience now playing it as an adult as I did back then. And also, it's a better experience to play now as opposed to playing Mario Golf Super Rush on Switch. Which, granted, you know what? That was one of the games I loved playing last year. It was fun for what it was, but 
there is definitely a quality change. There's definitely a quality dip when you try to go back to play the original Mario Golf. And if ever there was like a Toadstool tour that came back, you know, like the GameCube release for that, I would really love to play that because I miss playing that. But uh, it just comes to show you, man, the Nintendo Switch Online, I know it's been getting plenty of updates the past couple of weeks. Hell, this past week was like three Genesis games, classic ones, Shining Force 2, Sonic Spinball, Space Harrier 2, all of them classics. Can't wait to see what else comes out for N64 stuff, but I'm just enjoying the shit out of Mario Golf right now. Nice. And that's it. Good. Glad you're with that one. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize Miyazaki made uh, Mario Golf 64. Wow. Oh, before, before I didn't made, either. Before Dark Souls. I'm kidding, obviously. I just being <laughs> really hard. Um, before, before Dark Souls, though, they were like, Nintendo's like, we don't know how to do the final, we don't know how to do Bowser, so Miyazaki, can you please make this? Like, sure can. All he does is hit a hole, a hole in ones. Yep. Can we at least get a couple of eagles in there? No, hole in ones only. Like, okay, well, then that's what that's what we got here. So, anyways, um, I think that's gonna wrap up for this week, guys. So, thank you guys for listening. You made it this far, we appreciate it. Uh, and then, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, click on if I did it right, look in there, look down the show notes in there, click down, uh, click on that link tree, and if you, any any of the places you go to Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, Apple wherever we're on it like follow subscribe give us a big five stars share shares is probably the biggest most important thing you can do for us um and uh if you're on youtube watch us please click the like button over there on gable's junk that'd make him very happy if you did so um but anyways until next time i'll show us i was tired and this has been curdle gables until next time everyone play some fun games And most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. And hey, Gables. Yep. Too sweet? Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.